Welcome to the Peer Purpose Podcast, where we teach you how to simplify your life and you learn how to conquer one hard thing at a time on your journey into the destiny set aside for you. How are you doing, my amazing, beautiful people? So good to have you here with us today. I'm going to jump right into this. Over break, back in December, it is now March. Today's 7th, I believe, March 7th. Wow, time is, this year is flying, isn't it? Wow. Email us. Let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what the biggest and most exciting time of this year has been for you. Um, but this year is flying. I, I look back, man. I, it just feels like August when I was coming out to Colorado and working on this program. So it's been it's been crazy that we're already in March. So, But I want to talk about something. Over Christmas break when I was home back in Wyoming, I put a post up. I was sitting there one day in my apartment. I was like, gosh, I want to give them something because I don't post that much on social media. I'm not really a big social media fan. I've never really paid attention to it. Any followers I have, it's all organic. I just, um, I think it's a good tool. I just really, I, I honestly haven't had the time over these last seven years to really post a lot of stuff. I've, I've really been out um, traveling and, and doing the work that I, that I, I feel called to do. So, um, but I posted something, I want to give them something. And I feel like what I said, you know, you don't know when you post something, you kind of like, okay, I'll put this out there and see what happens. But what I've noticed was a lot of administrators hit me up, principals, counselors, superintendents. And they were like, Hey, I really, those five things that you said, like, I wish we had those in writing. So I just figured why not just put it out there and so if you're a principal, listen to this. If you're an administrator, go ahead and grab this episode and play it for, maybe send it to your teachers and have them play it. But I do feel that these five things that I said actually are more key than I realized when I was saying them at the time. And as you look back on things and you start to realize what you said, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that could, that could definitely, I could see how that could hit hard. So the question I kept getting asked was this to myself. I was like, how do I measure something? Like, what's the benchmark? How do I how are you able to look at something and see how far you've come, right? Because that's like what we want to know in life. We want to know in life, how do we measure progress? How do we measure success? That's like the biggest thing we want to know. We feel that in life, our goal is to go from one facet of our life to the next facet. In every facet that we go, we want it to be on an uphill swing, right? And, and rightfully so. That's what we want because we know we're doing well, we're being productive, different things like that. But I do feel that in the world that we live in, some of the measuring stick that we use aren't actually accurate. I feel like we generalize certain things that don't need to be generalized. I feel like some of the measuring that we have to do shouldn't only be based on an individual stance because we're all different. We're separate. We're unique in our own right. We all have our own gifts and our gifts are good. What I'm good at might not be what the next person is good at and vice versa, right? There's certain things that I wish I could do better. I wish I could be a better singer. I love music. For those of you who know my story, I'm a rapper, right? But I love music, and I like to sing, and I like songwriting. I wish I could sing better. I always tell myself, I'm going to take music lessons. Don't know if I'll get around to it, but I might. I have done some sing, rapping, and stuff like that, and I feel it came out well. So, But there's just certain gifts that we all have that maybe not everyone has, and we have to understand 
you know, one of the things that I want to share a story. I was at a school not long ago and we were doing this bottle flipping contest. And what it was is these students had to do how many bottle flips they could do in like, I don't know, a minute or something like that. And I was paying attention with them because I was in it. And so, but I'm just not good at bottle flipping. And it was one of those things where they said, okay, the winner of each group has to battle Bobby. So I was like, okay, it's cool. I mean, they're going to beat me because I just, I was getting 10. I was getting 15. I wasn't getting many, but some kids were getting like 50. I'm like, my goodness, you guys are amazing at this, right? Well, after we were done, a kid came up to me and was like, Bobby, man, you got to get better at bottle flipping 10. And it didn't really dawn on me in that moment but right after that, I was thinking about that. And it didn't bother me that he said that, but I was thinking more about it. And I said, no, I don't. <laughs> I didn't say it to him, but I said it to myself. I was like, no, no, actually I don't. When am I ever going to need to know how to bottle flip? And that which brought me to more of a deeper thought. I wonder if that's one of the things that may be spreading in a bad way throughout the young generation. Again, I love the young generation. That's what my work, that's who my work is with. But I would just wonder if that's maybe, and I started thinking about it and I said, you know what? Maybe that's part of some of the, the issues that I'm seeing. Maybe they all think that they have to be good at everything they do, not realizing that their gifts may not be in a certain area. So they're never going to have to know how to be amazing at that. Right. And so I want to encourage all of you, and then we're going to get into five things, but I want to encourage you that your gifts are your gifts and they're good. And maybe some of you can sing and it comes natural to you and you can't understand how anyone else isn't able to sing. Maybe some of you can draw really well. And you can't understand how people can't draw. It's easy. It comes easy to you. Or maybe you're really good at working on cars and you love cars. I got a good buddy back in Wyoming, loves cars. Shout out Justin Colfoy, man. He loves cars. And I'm he's good at it. If I was out there talking to him about cars and he was telling me, I wouldn't know what he's talking about. But I love how his face lights up when he's talking about old model cars and different things like that. And that's a great connection point with him, but I just love it because I'm like, man, he's passionate about it, but those are your gifts. And so it's going to come easier to you. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to say, I have gifts. These are the gifts that I have. I know what I'm good at. I know where my bread and butter is. I don't have to be good at the things that I'm not good at. If you want to be better at something, sure, go learn it. Right. I'm not education is great as far as when it comes to learning new things. I encourage everyone. You want to learn more about it? Go learn. I've learned a lot about business in these last seven years. I want to learn even more. And so some people, maybe we just have to realize that that's the gifts that I have, but that's not necessarily the gifts that they have and what they have, I might need. And so I'm going to lean on their expertise for it. And vice versa, what what I have, they might need, and they're going to lead on my expertise for it. And with that, if we can start getting that mindset, I'm telling you, we will all go further because we are better together than we are alone. So I want to just let you know that if you have gifts, that's individual to you. That doesn't necessarily mean that 
your gifts have to be in something that everyone says it has to be in because those aren't your gifts. If you know what you do and you do that well, I promise you, you will be fulfilled in the things that you accomplish in life. And you're going to know that if you do your best in those, there's nothing that will bring you down. So I kept asking this question, how do I measure something? And so here's what I posted. I just want to share those with you today. And I'm going to go into a little bit of depth with them today, share a little bit about it. And I said, how do you measure something? There are many things I've learned in these last seven years, and I would like to share them with you. And here's the first thing I said. I said, success is individual. There is no tangible way to say someone is or isn't successful. Money doesn't measure it. Fame won't do it either. Relationships? Nope. You define your success. And then I go on to say, don't feed into the fake success mantra that it looks like something because it doesn't. And this is one of the biggest things I'm seeing is we think that success looks like having a lot of money. Success looks like being on TV. No, 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 no. Success is individual. There's no way to measure it. What I say successful is doesn't mean the next person will. And so we have to understand that being successful is what it means to us. For some of you, getting up out of bed and getting to school is successful. We have to understand that that's success to some of you. For me, honestly, it's never going back to the alcohol. It's me and my family's relationship being more and more restored each and every day, each and every month, each and every year. That's success to me. If I get those two things then that's good enough if I get nothing else. So I want you to start asking yourself, how do I define success? How do I measure it for myself? The second thing I said, opportunities are just as good as money. Start looking at opportunities to give away what you have. And those make you more valuable and give you a better chance to thrive in how you impact the world around you. Don't despise small beginnings. Start looking at everything as a way to grow and challenge yourself. If you can get to a place where you look at opportunities for a chance to expand what you already know or what you already have, bringing what you have to offer and only what you have to offer to the table, I promise you, they will make a way for you. And they will put you in positions that will leave you better off than when you came into it. It's just as good as money because opportunities or open doors that give you a chance to bring what you know to someone that needs it. The third one is this. I said, the journey is a reward. If you have a vision in mind, know that it will cost you something to get there. So learn to see the reward as the path that you are on and the things that you pick up, or in other words, learn along the way. The finish line doesn't exist. If there is one, that means that you probably have stopped growing and the chances are it won't be able to go long term. We have to understand that there is no finish line. Over time does not just get better. Okay? Especially if you do nothing to better yourself. If you don't make an investment in yourself, both internally and externally, Your circumstances won't change much. But if you understand that the journey is a reward, that there's going to be moments that are going to be amazing, there's going to be moments that aren't going to be. 
You're going to have mountaintop and valley experiences. That's part of life. That's part of dealing with people. That's part of learning and growing. It's not pass and fail. And so if you understand that the journey is reward and what I've learned actually equips me long term, then you will understand that you have everything that you need. Here's the fourth thing I said, and this is a big one. To me, I love this one. I I actually feel like I'm really good at this, but I'm telling you right now, this thing is going to, if you do this well, it'll open doors for you that you could have never imagined. I said, learn to value people. Learn to value what's inside of people. It will never steal you wrong. Relationships, both platonic and romantic, should never be transactional. If you're not sure what transactional means, it means like when you go to a store, you give them money and they give you something in return, right? In other words, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Relationships should never be that way. When it comes to people, they are not something you can just buy and then discard of, okay? And I go on to say that that will be a recipe for disaster. Give with the expectation to get nothing in return. That's where the magic happens. And if you want to do something within your value, there are resources people need. I hear it all the time. I don't have the money to do that. Well, you may not have the actual money in hand, but I'm telling you right now, within you and within your value, there are, they will create resources and people need what you have. But if you can learn to value people, I'm telling you right now, that is going to change your life. I share a story often. It was a few years ago. I was at this church with a group that we got booked to go perform, and I didn't know these people for them. I had talked to them a little bit here and there, but it was actually nice because I actually got a chance to go out and be with them. And, you know, I just love people, and I love connecting with people. And so one of the days, it might have been the second day we were there, I ended up going up to the pastor that brought us in, and I said, hey, I just want to say, man, I've had a great time thank you for bringing us out here. Like, this is great. Your congregation's awesome. And it was just good to just honor him and say, hey, thank you. Okay. We left a couple of days later, didn't think anything over, but a year later, I get a call from the same pastor. He's like, hey, I'm having this music festival. We'd love you to come out, do some performing, possibly even some speaking, different things like that. And I actually got to know this pastor pretty well. We haven't talked in a while, but I got to know him pretty well. And one of the things that he says, like, we want to we bring you out here, da, da, da. So we booked that in, and what happened was is it was about a month before I was getting ready to come. I ended up going down to Nebraska because they were at a music festival for his daughter that wasn't far from where I lived, and I went out and hung out with them for a little bit. And we got talking, and he said, do you know why I brought you back, why I'm bringing you back? I said, no, I don't. He goes, remember when you guys were at our church last year? I go, yeah, it was awesome. He goes, can I just tell you something? You're the only one of all the people you're with that said thank you. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He goes, I just want you to know and encourage you that gratitude goes a long way. That's why I'm bringing you back. If you can learn to value people, you will get opportunities that other people won't just because they know that you see them. I'm telling you that right now. 
Valuing people is one of the best rewards on this planet. There's nothing better. I love seeing people and telling them that and saying, hey, I see the gold. Keep going. You're doing awesome. But if you can learn to value people, it will open doors for you. And it will put you in rooms that you would not otherwise be in. And the last thing I go on to say is this. And this could be more true for my journey. Is number five is seek out healthy living, emotional and mental health. It will determine how far you go. One will only grow to the knowledge that they have. So go after a healthy lifestyle because that will elevate you in many ways. Remember, you aren't responsible for the things that happen to you, but you are responsible for the healing needed to learn and grow and pass it on to someone else. Healthy living has been the game changer for me. Going from a place of nothing but internal pain to dealing with it and saying, I have to conquer this, otherwise it will always hold me back in my life, has been the biggest thing that has catapulted me and propelled me forward into what I now do. I look back on many years. A lot of you know that I drank for 10 years. It wasn't because I just liked alcohol. It was because I had pain and unprocessed trauma, as we talked about in the last episode. I had pain and unprocessed trauma that I hadn't worked through, and I was trying to find a way to cope with it, not knowing for many years that I only made the problem worse. And over time, it didn't go away until I said, you know what? I need to really look deep inside and understand what this pain is and how to get it out so I can stop doing this. Let me tell you something. You can't plant an orange tree and expect apples. It doesn't work like that. You have to go deep into the root, take the root out, and plant an apple tree if you want apples. The only way to get healthier is if you decide that you're going to take out the root. Because what you're experiencing right now is a root of something that has been there that doesn't have to stay if you don't want it to. And you can get apples if you want. But it's all depending on the root if you're allowing it to stay. So this has been the biggest game changer of my journey. I wouldn't have any other way. It's not even just for me. It's it's created healthy relationships in my life. Amazing people that I've gotten to know because... I've gotten healthier, and it's, it's helped me put boundaries up on myself. A lot of you have to learn to put boundaries on yourself because sometimes we operate outside of the bounds, right? There's things that we do that we shouldn't be doing, and if you know healthy, you'll know boundaries. You'll know how far you can push before it starts becoming detrimental to you. In other words, before it starts becoming negative or it starts affecting your life negatively, Okay. This leads to a whole new world of possibilities. This work leads to a whole new capacity of thinking. This will be the game changer for many of you listening today. I hope you got a lot out of this. Go back and listen to this over and over and over again. There's also on my Instagram, at Bobby Bugatti. There's a post up. You can go read it, screenshot it, take it with you. 
Turn it into graphic. Do something cool and actually send me a message with it. Turn it into a cool graphic or email me a graphic. That would be super dope if someone did something like that. Use your creativity to make this more fun, okay? But I want you to know we're on this journey together. I'm walking with you through it. So much gold inside of you, and we're going to call that out. I love y'all. See you next time.